0: And welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I'm so glad you're here today. So today is another advice from a CEO episode, and I'm going to talk about finding personal purpose. I'm often asked, how did you find your personal purpose and how would I go about doing it? And I believe that finding purpose is something that's very personal and very individual, but there are some things that you can do to help you on your path. And so many of us are looking for that purpose, especially today as the pandemic has made many of us, if not all of us, really consider What am I doing? Why am I spending so much time working, doing things that I don't love, things where I don't feel valued? Uh, It's why people are changing jobs and, and starting new businesses. And this is really going to dramatically change the workplace. And purpose is a big part of it and a huge part of it, if not the driving force. People want to feel purpose at work. All right, so how do you find your purpose so that you can make a lasting impact? In my opinion, it comes from a combination of three things. Being of service to others, trying new things, stretching yourself around your strengths and your weaknesses, and being good at what you do. In my opinion, this is how you bring value to the world. And I love this quote by Cal Newport, who is the author of So Good, They Can't Ignore You, Why Skills Trump Passion in the Search for the Work You Love. He says... Passion is not something you follow. Passion is something that will follow you as you put in the hard work to become valuable to the world. And when you find your passion and when you become valuable to the world, that is how you find your purpose. So while people say, do what you love, turn your passion into your work, this is maybe well intended uh, advice, but it's not necessarily great counsel. So most highly skilled people are the way they are because of the work that they put into being the very best at what they do. So take Michael Jordan for example. He's believed to be the best basketball player of all time. Remarkably, though, he was uninterested in sports when he was a kid. He was considered too short by coaches, and he didn't even make the ninth grade basketball team. As a sophomore, he made JV and not varsity. He was embarrassed, but he channeled that embarrassment of his perceived failure into motivation to practice more and better than anyone else. He was the first at the gym and last to leave. He believed that he would get out of the game what he put into it. And because he worked so hard to be good at basketball, it became his passion. And once it became his passion, well, we all know history, right? He overcame all obstacles. Once he realized that it took a team to be The very best at what he did, service to others. He became a legend. That's because he stopped serving only himself, but served the team instead. So while most of us will not be the Michael Jordans of our professions, although wouldn't it be nice, we can learn from this dedication and hard work. You can practice and build upon your strengths, making your weaknesses into your strengths, and ultimately serving your team, serving your constituents. It's so rewarding to be great at something. And since you spend eight plus hours a day at work, it's important that you find your purpose and you find that purpose in your work. If you do, it might just turn into your passion. So purpose just isn't something that suddenly appears, at least not for most. It didn't for me. It's something that evolves over time. Like I said before, it's deeply personal and it cannot be handed to you. I found mine through learning what I didn't wanna do. I had some bad jobs and some bad bosses trying to do things that I was not good at. I knew that that was not my purpose. Uh, Almost killing myself through a drug overdose that was really fueled by a need to be seen. I took some risks and I joined a company where the culture was a great fit, which I think is really, really important. And I worked my ass off. And I continuously iterated, continuously worked on myself. Looking back through years of journaling, there's one thread that has always been there, my desire to be an impactful leader, and my desire to help other people create more meaningful lives for themselves. This is my purpose. It really is that simple. Now, I've certainly... Questioned my purpose along the way. I've lost focus along the way. But every time I keep coming back to it, it's what I love to do, whether I'm parenting, whether I'm running a company, advising other companies, writing, podcasting, or giving speeches. And as I've matured, I've realized that I can make an impact through my words and my effort, right? It takes hard work. So I work constantly defining and redefining my message. Listening deeply to what people tell me, listening to what people say resonates, and then speaking, writing, and asking questions with this clear purpose and intention. And why do I emphasize clear purpose and intention? Because it's how I am service to others. And I think that's really important. You must serve others to find that deep personal purpose. You have to be tied into something that's so much bigger than yourself. So I shape my thoughts and words to provide the most value possible to those who read and listen. It's how I'm a service to them. The more I practice, the more I improve. The more I improve, the wider my audience becomes, and the more I'm living my purpose. It's this really circular effect, and it builds upon itself. Another aspect to purpose is that I push myself to do hard things, to see what I'm capable of, physically, mentally, and spiritually. When I read Viktor Frankl's A Man's Search for Meaning, his philosophy that we find purpose in suffering resonated with me. He said, In some ways, suffering ceases to be suffering the moment it finds meaning. While I'm in no way comparing my journey to those who have suffered the horrors of something like the Holocaust, I too find purpose in suffering because my suffering has meaning. The pain and the hardship of pursuing impact, pushing, yourself beyond what you thought possible. Ignoring the people who tear you down or who work against you or who don't believe in you, that is how you find purpose. But making an impact has meaning and suffering further ingrains your purpose. It makes it more real. It makes it more meaningful, at least in my experience. All right. So how do you find your purpose? One, try new things. As I said earlier, I've had crappy jobs than ineffective bosses that taught me much about what I didn't want to do and how I didn't want to lead. These negative experiences were more powerful than positive ones in shaping my purpose. I watched leaders in these companies and analyzed their efforts, styles, and how they ran their organizations. I volunteered, sat on the school board, chaired the local economic development organization, spoke at events and wrote articles. I tried an engineering job, a sales job, an operations management job. I ran a few ultra marathons, got into and quit CrossFit. I hated mountain biking for years before I fell in love with it. All of these experiences helped shape my purpose. Number two, take some risks. Packing up my life and moving to Durango with no money and no job was risky, even though it was riskier to stay in Austin when I was such a mess. Applying for a job I was grossly underqualified was gutsy, but worth the chance of rejection. Getting on stage in front of thousands of people sharing my deeply personal story took courage. Saying no to opportunities that distracted me felt bold. Would people judge me? To find your purpose, you must take risks, pushing boundaries of what you thought possible, expanding your competency zone. It feels good to do hard things doing them will help you find your purpose. Number three, build a tribe. It's hard to find passion and purpose if you don't feel like you belong. There is power in having a tribe, people who believe in you, support you, and push you to become better. I found my purpose through the support of my mother, my teammates, and founders of Stone Age, my board, and my tribe of readers and listeners. Their encouragement and belief in me pushed me to keep going, to expand my capabilities and to put myself out there. So surround yourself with people like this. Build a culture that is supportive and inclusive and encourages both personal and professional growth. As Brene Brown says, connection gives purpose and meaning to our lives. There is nothing more true than that. Number four, give your best effort. There is a saying that mastery leads to purpose, which I wholeheartedly believe. The more I write, the better I become. The better I become, the more I enjoy doing it. And I create more impactful messages. Making an impact is my purpose. See how it works? Channel your inner Michael Jordan. Practice, 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 and more practice. Look at new tasks and challenges as strength and conditioning exercises. With every task complete and every challenge overcome, you've built your getting good at your job muscles. So give your best effort, analyze your performance, and then practice some more. Remember, mastery will lead to purpose over time. Number five, never stop learning. Hiring a writing coach and speaking coach expanded my knowledge, opened doors for me, and helped me refine my skills. They have taught me so many things. Working with my brilliant board of directors, asking questions, and gleaning insight from their experiences has made me a better CEO. Reading leadership and business books gives me new ideas and shapes my thinking on leadership, culture, and business growth. So honing your craft and expanding your knowledge, meeting people who teach you new things along the way will really help you expand your worldview and it will pique your curiosity, which allows you to examine and shape your purpose. Finally, number six, do not be afraid to change. As I said above, Purpose evolves and may even change as you mature and grow. And that's okay. As you change, your purpose and passions will change. Let them evolve and let go of what no longer feels meaningful and true to you. Like with all things in life, there is no final destination for your purpose in life. Get comfortable with the ebb and flow and embrace the feelings of confusion when you're transitioning to a new stage in life. It's all part of the journey. I'll leave you with one of my favorite Victor Frankl quotes. And he says, it did not really matter what we expected from life, but rather what life expected from us. We needed to stop asking about the meaning of life and think about ourselves as those who were being questioned by life daily and hourly. Our answer must consist not in talk and meditation, but in right action and right conduct life ultimately means taking the responsibility to find the right answer to its problems and to fill the task which it constantly sets for each individual that is how you find purpose okay on to my question of the episode it comes from my mother uh, who recently read my interview in forbes where i talk about overcoming addiction and she said to me Aren't you afraid of what people think, especially your employees? And I told her, absolutely not. And this is exactly why I share my story. So many leaders are afraid to be transparent and honest and open and vulnerable about their struggles. And that is what continues to make it taboo to talk about them there are so many mental health issues, so many addiction issues, so many things that people hide trying to become something different than who they really are inside that it leads to unfulfilled purpose in life, unfulfilled potential in life. And that's why I believe that we need to shine our light on our flaws as leaders. We need to be able to connect with every single person who also has flaws, who also struggles with with mental health issues, addiction issues, self-esteem issues, but hides it because they don't feel like it's a safe thing to talk about. So that's why I share my story. It's to be radically transparent and radically honest and to connect with everybody who chooses to interact with me, who chooses to follow me because it is part of who I am. And if I hide who I am and something that was so impactful, that changed my life for the better, even though it was incredibly difficult in the moment, how do I help other people who are struggling with the same types of things do the same? So that's why I think it's important to be vulnerable and to share your story. All right. That's it for this episode of Reflect Forward. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please consider liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, writing a view, a review. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great day.